Science teaches us that there is always more underlying complexity than initially appears. Committing to one truth, even if it's backed by facts available at the time, is fine, but there has to be room for new facts, new evidence, and new points of view. Otherwise, the Earth would still be flat. Hi, this is Pavel, and welcome to another episode of Biofilm Podcast. For the next few minutes, let's talk about complexity we face every day, but more importantly, how we can cope with that. Specifically, I want to discuss complexity of information that we are bombarded with every second that we spend on the internet. We're all overwhelmed by it, right? I mean, it can't just be me. I think otherwise I'm going mad. Uh, no, I, I think I'm pretty sure that a lot of people are actually finding that information we consume daily is very hard to distill down to what's actually going on and what the objective truth is. Some of us, and I'm definitely speaking about myself too, really struggle to believe everything we're being told. I mean, why would we? After all, what is our relationship with the truth to begin with? Here is how I would describe what truth is. Truth is a universally accepted understanding of a given phenomenon. If it's not universally accepted, well, it's likely just a theory. If it's accepted by a small group of people, it's, a, it's probably a conspiracy theory. Um, but uh, what, if on, what if it's only believed by one person? What if one person believes in something? Well, then I'd call it an opinion. So what about the facts then? Can facts be truthful or false? In my opinion, but perhaps other people would agree, a fact is a recording of an event that has occurred in the past. The quality of that recording is therefore subject to debate. How was this information collected and who or what is the observer? All of those would actually influence the merits of a given fact or its credibility. In science terms, let's say you observe something under the microscope. Well, is it a piece of dust, a human cell, or you just forgot to clean your microscope lenses or wear your own glasses? I mean, depending on a number of factors or biases, your fact, quote-unquote, would be different. This philosophical argument can be stretched much further. But for now, let's just get back to being bombarded with truths, facts, and opinions. How are we supposed to be dealing with those on a day-to-day -day basis? Um, fortunately... The answer is simple. Here's an example to illustrate how to deal with this constant uncertainty. Let's go down the deep end. COVID origins. I know, <laughs> spooky topic. But I think let's use that as an example. Do we know the truth? By my definition, no, we do not have a universally accepted understanding of where this coronavirus came, uh, came from. I mean, but what do we have instead? Well, we have a whole bunch of opinions from professionals who have different levels of information that they're privy to. Um, and we also have some data collected by scientists that are trained to crunch the numbers about evolutionary history of the virus. Those scientists, by the way, are trying to find clues about origins by, by looking at genetic sequence of the virus, or think of it like an owner's manual, if you will. But, so, these virus, so these are the facts. 
And some people have information about what was going on in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Some people have information about evolution of coronaviruses. And some people just have their plain opinions about what has happened. However, the thing that's missing is the truth, because we can't actually universally agree on it. Uh, so that means, as far as practical advice, is don't believe any of the opinions, as one's having that much more credibility than the opposite opinion. I mean, this kind of sounds anticlimactic, or kind of it's maybe not nearly as cool as having a definitive answer in your hands, but what matters is that we actually don't have all the facts, and that's why we can't universally accept one truth about COVID origins. We just don't know yet. You might say, well, but we need the truth, or we have more facts supporting this or that theory. And I mean, I agree with you, you're right. But still, I mean, we cannot accept one version of the events as the truth, just because we found more facts at this time. If anything, truth is a summation of all the facts. Uh, think of it is like an integral using a math analogy. It's, it's an area under the curve where you sum, up, sum the areas of an, infinitely, uh, of an infinite number of small incremental facts that eventually converge onto an integral. I mean, it's funny, but in these terms, truth is like the ultimate integral and one we cannot calculate with 100% precision because there's always some degree of uncertainty, always like this new fact or whatever that can ever so slightly adjust our understanding of what has actually happened. But here's a much more important point in my opinion. Accepting ambiguity is the ultimate solution to the crisis of information that we face we have to learn to accept that we may not know the answer. We might not know the truth. In science, we do it all the time. In fact, we're really trained to do that. We come up with evidence to support our theories, but we should always be prepared to be disproven with better techniques, new observations, or whatever. We're never 100% sure. We just make reasonable interpretation of the data that is available to us at the time. And that's the truth. Thank you for listening, and I will see you in the next one. Please share this podcast with your friends and colleagues.